Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, FM 104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by journalist and podcaster Orla Condon. Hello, how are you? Hi Louise, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, happy Pride happy weekend. Happy Pride, absolutely. What a great weekend for us. I know, the weather's been bad, it hasn't been bad like, it's been pretty good for it's it. Not- it's not been bad. Like, no. It's not been great, but it's not been bad, so we will absolutely take it. But do you know what? It's holding out for next year when it's going to be a proper, you know, everyone's out in the streets oh. again. Because I was only saying last night, actually, I was driving when I was driving into work, there wasn't the same buzz around town that there even has been in the past couple of weeks. And must be because people are doing virtually, really, I suppose. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I'm excited for the return of the parade yeah. next year. But yeah. um, it's nice to have some things going on this year. Last year was a total write-off, so it's nice to have some things going back in preparation for 2022, which I'm sure will be just the gay celebration that we all need and deserve. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And talking about love, Love Island (laughs) kicks off tomorrow. Oh, come here. I'm already hibernating, uh, (laughs) preparing for eight weeks of intensive analysis of Love Island is back tomorrow and fans are very very excited me included mm-hmm. um, and we've had a week to kind of get to know the first 11 Islanders who were announced last Monday um, and there's been a fair bit of chatter about who's going in who's not going in um, and who might be going in over the coming weeks So what do we know so far? Well what we know so far is that uh, ITV don't appear to have delivered on their promise to make this the most diverse Mm. Um, season ever on face value looking at the lineup it looks a very similar lineup to kind of what we've seen in recent years um, on the on the face of it there's no LGBTQ plus representation uh, not a huge variety in ethnicities in there um, and all very commercially pretty people mm-hmm. um, so we're not seeing many like plus sized or unconventionally good looking people inside there um, now what I will say is we have eight weeks and you know how it goes Louise we meet yeah. Maybe 30 more Islanders over the next eight weeks. So hopefully they will introduce that variety and, and um, 
inclusion throughout the series. But on the face of it, it doesn't look to be the most diverse series ever. Um, but I don't think that's going to hinder it when it comes to the viewers. It's kind of a shame, actually, because they did have that opportunity to kind of go, you know, full in, right, let's do this. And now maybe they've gotten scared or I don't know. Yeah, like there's definitely this chat of like, oh, well, if it ain't broke, you know, but I yeah. also think, you know, Love Island is a show. This will be its seventh series. It is by far one of the most popular reality TV shows um, in the UK and Ireland. It has a very stable audience. I don't think um, if they did include, say, for example, um, lesbian, gay or bisexual contestants, I don't think that would have a huge impact on the viewing figures. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it comes to a point where even for regular viewers, when do you want to see the show have a bit of a, a change up? Because yeah. it's been the same show now for quite a while. Um, and I feel like them coming out a couple of months ago saying that they want to include um, LGBTQ plus contestants and now not delivering on that has just made it even more of a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so I think maybe next year, I just think it's a shame that they teased it and it doesn't seem like they're including them in any meaningful way. I feel like they might uh, introduce maybe a bisexual contestant throughout the, the competition. But again, it's not... Um, it's not facilitating an LGBTQ plus participation, which is frustrating. Yeah. Um, I just think the show can last those kind of changes. And I, I just don't know why ITV seem a little bit hesitant to do mm -hmm. it. As you say, there is a couple of weeks to it and they might, there, there might be some surprises. Yeah, I, I, I await who's to come in through the doors. It's mm -hmm. a lot of new things. I always find it hilarious how excited people get about the original lineup <laughs> because, I mean, in two weeks' time, it's going to look very different to <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, hopefully who we see coming in over the next few weeks can be some very interesting people with some very interesting stories. That's not to diminish who have already been announced. Uh, we have our first um, contestant with a disability uh, going in. And, yeah, let, like let's see what's to come. Yeah, I'm very excited because obviously we had a break last year and so now it's even more kind of like, oh, just let's just have this outlet. I think we everyone needs it at this stage. Everyone needs yeah, it, no, for sure. And that break has definitely made us, um, the anticipation is definitely at an all-time high for it to come back. And it will, there's a lot of it that will be very similar, but there's a lot of it that will be quite new. Mm -hmm. um, this will be Laura Whitmore's first summer yes. series in the New York and Villa. So it'll be our first series in the New York and Villa without Caroline Flack, which will be a change. Mm -hmm. um, and it will definitely have a different tone to it. And Laura Whitmore gave a nod to, to Caroline on her Instagram last week. You know, just saying that they they really hope that they do her proud with the, with kind of the first real season without her, um, mm -hmm. and that will definitely be an ever present thing. I feel like, um, yeah. and as always, the duty of care conversation is always a big topic of discussion with Love Island, um, and they've increased those duty of care elements again this year, and um, with more comprehensive kind of psychological support, um, and a lot more training for the contestants, kind of on how to handle potential negativity you know how to handle their finances when they come out guidance and how to find management and um, so i think itv having to do some more thorough duty of care and um, system for everyone that's going in so it'll be interesting to see and as well then with covid how much of a character will covid be this season will it be ever present or will it be just something that we notice kind of in the first few days and we get over it then i would kind of like it that way like i remember uh, reacting to Home and Away, when it came back, there was no element of it at all. And it was quite nice to see that 
because obviously yeah, when you I, turn on Irish programs or English programs, they all have their masks on. They're all sitting, you know. Yeah, so I, like, I don't nice think to... we're going to see. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of PPE in Love Island. Um, <laughs> that might I be interesting. It, yeah, I don't think it's going to have the same appeal if they're all wearing face shields and stuff. <laughs> but um, I do feel like they're they're they will have to touch on it at the beginning. I yeah. think in the first couple of episodes they'll have to touch on. You know, we've all been in quarantine, and just yes. to reassure the viewers that mm-hmm. they have been adhering to stuff. But Love Island is a show that lends itself quite easily to those restrictions in that as you know contestants quarantine anyway before going in for secrecy reasons very true um so i would imagine that it's it's very similar um you know guidances and stuff mm-hmm. this year and and things that they're following just kind of more heightened and more and more careful with those um so that would be a bit of a change but thankfully the uk series has not been affected um with regards to casa more the us and the south african series both had to abandon the kind of casa more twist um, the uk series won't be ba- abandoning it so we will be getting the casa more twist which is great because it oh, really nice. is a great yeah. turning point and especially if things are kind of a bit slow to get going Casa Amor is always a good um, way to ramp up the series, which will be great. So I'm really, really, really excited. Um, and applications are still open as well, by the way. If anyone's oh. listening and maybe tempted to get Just their time in the villa, <laughs> they're still taking applications. Um, now, I don't know how many people they've already cast or mm-hmm. how many spaces they've left to fill or anything like that. But the applications are still open the last time I checked. Um, so, yeah, for anyone who's looking for maybe a couple of weeks in Mallorca and to find love and maybe win £50,000, <laughs> there you go, off you pop. And sure wasn't it Greg that only went in and ended up winning it, so, you know. Greg was in there a wet week and came yeah. out there with a trophy. Look, don't be a yeah. hater, do you know what I mean? Absolutely get your bit. So if anyone's curious and wants their time in the sun, you still have time. Yeah, absolutely. When can we watch this? So it's on tomorrow evening. It's kicking off tomorrow evening on Virgin Media 1 at 9pm, so it'll be on... Sunday to Friday nights with brand new episodes and Saturday nights with the kind of best of um, on Saturday nights just to give viewers a bit of a break of a Saturday Mm -hmm. evening if they're not you know if they're wanting to go out or have a life at all (laughs) um, which sounds weird to do during Love Island season but yeah and be back nightly and we'll be back with my pot on paper every night right after the show as well Brilliant so that's straight after if people want to straight after we're usually up around midnight so give us a few hours to record (laughs) and then it's out as soon as we can get it to you so digesting everything that went down the villa in detail that nobody needs but look we're here to we're here to help exciting and then we need to mention poor Al Brittany because I know over the couple of last couple of months we've mentioned that there's going to be so many documentaries about poor Brittany and her whole situation what's going to happen with them now do we know we don't really know and I and like I know you said 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 it you had said kind of, you know, when she's when she's kind of given so much of her story now yeah. and shared so much detail of the conservatorship and the reality of it, what's left to cover in these documentaries? I would say as a producer, it must be somewhat um, worrying that now mm-hmm. she is coming out with the story. <laughs> and, you know, at, at, for a content point of view, do you need the documentary now when we've heard it from the horse's mouth? Exactly. Um, but I still think there's a lot of people who are new to this story in the last week who just having heard, you know, her testimony and that 26 minutes, I think it was, of her detailing what it's been like for her for the last 13 years, mm. there'd be a lot of new people to the story who mightn't have that background and um, information of how it started and how it got to over a decade later with this woman still in this situation. I mean, for anyone who read or heard the testimony that she gave last week, it's sure. just, it's horrific. It mm. really is. And and those kind of words just don't seem to do it justice when you think of a woman who's being, you know, forced to have a contraceptive in her body against mm-hmm. her will and, and, you know, is being told she's not allowed to marry and, and it's just horrendous what has happened to her. But it's amazing now to see the outcry from, you know, members of the Hollywood elite and yeah. also just the public. You know, all eyes are on this family now and 
something has to change. You would imagine that there is no way that any judge could could allow this conservatorship to continue the way it has been, given the fact that Brittany is so clearly crying out for it to end. And I feel that she knew that would happen if she let it go public, because wasn't she being advised to not let it go public and kind of keep it all quiet, hush, hush? And she was like, no, I, yeah. want, I want everyone to hear this, though. So. Yeah, and she, she posted this week about um, Paris Hilton, who has been a longtime friend of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, did you see that this is Paris documentary? I think it was released earlier this year or late last year on Netflix. Or not on Netflix, on Amazon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, brilliant documentary. If you've any interest in Paris Hilton and her story, I adore her. So it was a really interesting look into her life. But told a lot about kind of the traumas that she went through as a teenager and what was going on behind the scenes you know, as she was the it girl of the early yeah. noughties. And yeah. Brittany spoke about that on Instagram this week, saying that, you know, when, when Paris spoke out about the stuff that she had been through um, in boarding school, she didn't believe her. And, and she feared that, that would be the same uh, treatment that she would get if she came out with her story. So there was definitely a level of fear for her mm-hmm. about, you know, who would believe her story. And, and if she spoke out and they didn't believe her, what kind of situation would that put her in? Yeah. Um, that doesn't seem to be the case. The, the the overwhelming majority of voices are very much in support of Brittany and, and um, wanting this conservatorship to end. So it'll be interesting to see when a, when a verdict comes out on that. I'm not sure when that's to come, mm-hmm. um, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, what decision is made because I just feel like with, with the level of, of, you know, public eyes on it now, how, how any court could renew that conservatorship um, I just feel like there would be such a backlash about it and rightly so yeah and I think she probably surprised a lot of people probably including the judge and jury if there is a jury because they probably were like oh okay well this isn't as clean cut as maybe we perhaps thought it was and we might need to take more time with this so yeah for sure mm-hmm. and I mean we had a lot of the details of the current conservatorship from kind of you know testimony from mm-hmm. friends and, and, and staff who used to work there so we knew information about you know how her father had control of her finances yeah. and her home and her businesses and the restraining order her kids have against her father. We knew those kind of details, but it was the details like the IUD and her being told she can't marry, her being told that she was not allowed ask for the conservatorship to end. Mm-hmm. Those kind of details that we never would have heard if it wasn't for her speaking out. And um, so, yeah, that 26 minutes, so there are transcripts of it online. If anyone hasn't read it in detail or would like to read it more in detail, there are full transcripts online and, um, but it's, yeah, it's truly shocking. It'll be very mm-hmm. interesting to see where it goes from here. Um, yeah, and there's a number of documentaries coming out. Netflix has one. I think the BBC has one. Mm-hmm. There's a, a handful of documentaries to come about this this whole saga. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if those get pushed to include the latest updates yes. or, or what will happen there. That might be exactly what will happen. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Orla. How can people keep up to date what you're up to this week? You can find me on social media at Orla Condon and you can now find me back on Spotify, iTunes, all of your favourite podcast platforms with my pot and paper uh, from tomorrow night. And we kind of know what you're going to be up to for the rest of the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm going to eat, sleep and breathing Love Island. Just diving in every day. Yeah, it's it's kind of pathetic, but I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so looking forward to it too. Thanks, Orla. Thank you so much. Thanks, Louise. Have a good one. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.